Okay. So we are discussing the concept that if you get angry, it's idolatry. Because truly, everything is from God. And even if a person is making a bad choice, a wrong choice, and doing something evil against you, still, ultimately, God wants it to happen. Otherwise, it could not happen. God is vivifying him at that moment. And continuing along this theme, Baal Shem Tov taught on the verse of Psalms, forever, God, your word stands firm in the heavens, that the combination of letters with which the heavens were created, when God said, let there be a firmament, that energy stands and remains vested in the heavens forever to animate and sustain them. In other words, there are those philosophers that deny the individual providence of the creator over each and every one of his creations. They compare what God did to a human, a silversmith. There's a chunk of silver, and he fashions it into a vessel, and then he walks away, and the vessel stands. And they somehow erroneously think that's creation. God created the world, and now he moves on. And the world exists. But why does this analogy not work? Because that piece of silver that the craftsman fashioned already existed and is innately malleable. The world doesn't exist. It's existing only by virtue of God reinvesting the energy of it to exist every single second. And to understand this, this creation of heaven and earth, something from nothing, this constant recreation, is a greater wonder than any wonder, any miracle that we think of. As for example, the splitting of the sea. When God says that God drove a strong east wind all night that split the waters and caused them to stand upright like a wall. And if the wind had ceased for a moment, the waters would have flowed downward. Now, that's a very, very great miracle. It's considered one of the greatest miracles of all times. What in the end is really happening here? The waters are being created and are existing. What we're doing here is changing a characteristic of the water. The water has a characteristic. Water's fluid. Water's flow. It doesn't have to have that characteristic. Um, many creative beings don't flow. If water's a solid, as in its form of ice, it doesn't need to flow. It's rigid. So fluidity is not intrinsic to water. Yet here, when God made this miracle, this force needed to change this characteristic from being in a state of fluidity to being rigid. Every second, God needed this force to change this one characteristic, and that's considered such an amazing nature, such an amazing miracle to change the nature of water for the duration of that miracle. Well, if that's true, that to change one characteristic, and instead of water flowing, water is standing like a wall, we consider it one of the greatest miracles. How much more so? All of creation, constantly existing, something from nothing. This completely transcends nature. This is far more wondrous than the splitting of the sea. This requires the continuous activating force of God every single second to take this nothingness, so to speak, 
and make it be as creation. And that force is the word of God, the breath of God, and the ten utterances with which all were created. And those ten utterances, the source of the letters of speech, are constantly being uttered with all their combinations and substitutions and transpositions that every single detail of creation exists. Even things that don't seem to have life at all, like like earth, things that don't, a, a stone, it seems completely inorganic, dust. It displays no sign of life. But this too has a soul, has a spiritual life force of the word of God, God's potent divine speech that continuously creates it. And if not for God continuously vivifying this stone, this dust, it would cease to exist. 